It's early morning in the city of Iqaluit in Canada's Arctic North, and as the day begins here, the city's journalists are starting their work. It's actually the real beautiful thing about the job. We don't always know what we're doing in the course of a day. Ideally, we're looking for some sort of story that shows Inuit as Inuit to the rest of the country. That's the guideline. That can be anything from going to the women's shelter to talking to the Deputy Minister of Finance like we did yesterday. Kent Driscoll is the Iqaluit correspondent for the APTN News Network, which has served Aboriginal communities across Canada since 1992. All we're trying to do is paint a realistic portrait. Sometimes that's a wonderful portrait with people singing and dancing and having fun and feasting, and sometimes we're the saddest show on Canadian television. Life here in Iqaluit and across Canada's Arctic North, where communities are set in some of the harshest terrain in the Northern Hemisphere, offers challenges that are singular to this part of the country. Reporting the realities of life here can be a challenge too. The temptation to dwell on the difficulties of life here, and there are many of them, is something to avoid, according to Kent Driscoll. You start looking at uh, residential school relocation, you start looking at missing and murdered Indigenous women, you start looking at food security and the incredibly high suicide rate here in Nunavut. If we wanted to, as a network, just stick to those stories, we could be the saddest show on Canadian television. We always try to make sure we do have a mix, because it is tempting to fall into that sort of negative narrative, continually pointing out what's wrong. You have to balance some of that out with some uplifting stories to show people struggling against those conditions, but winning. I mean, I've always thought we're not writing exotic news here, we're just covering news. You know, journalists come up and want to do, you know, they want to learn about igloo building or this or that, but they don't really want to cover what people want to talk about, which are the same issues that they have in the South. Jane George is a Caluit correspondent for the Nunatsiak News newspaper, which has been printed every week bilingually since 1973. We were always writing stories that change what happens. And sometimes the change doesn't happen right away, but uh, there have been probably too many. I mean, I could probably, I couldn't have enough fingers to count all the stories that, and editorials that have gotten people talking in the legislature. People are always like depositing our story, tabling our stories, uh, along with their own comments and questions. The size of the city, some 7,000 people live here in Iqaluit, means that the journalists who work here can have a tangible effect. People used to slip documents under the door here at the newspaper. I remember one case involved an elected official who was using uh, credit cards and for personal expenses and possibly uh, drugs, right? Things like that. We don't hesitate to print them. For sure that shapes what happens. You know, somebody resigns, somebody gets kicked out. I mean, obviously not everybody loves the newspaper for that reason. The audiences for the Nunatsiak News and Kaliwit's other news outlets may be relatively small compared to those enjoyed by their counterparts in the South, but there is an impact to be had here. A story I did in 99, which was about finding robins here in Kaliwit, has become this kind of like legend. That changed to help change form public opinion about climate change. Oh my God, there's birds in the Arctic. Well, they've probably been there a while before we, we learned about them. The stories that filter out from Canada's Arctic North into the larger national and international press may be few and far between. And that often skews the picture that's painted of life here in the Arctic, some of the reporters that work here say. But the service journalists provide here to those who call the Canadian Arctic home is an invaluable one. My name is Brian Pohora, and I'm a volunteer at CFRT Radio uh, here in Iqaluit. My show is called Groove, 
uh, and it's mostly a music show. I play funk, blues, soul, uh, a little bit of hip-hop, but just about any kind of music that if I like, uh, I'll play it. it. It's a bit of fun on a, a Thursday night. Well, the, my favorite part is the interesting conversations that I have. Although it's musical, musically based, uh, I do uh, occasionally have interviews and I get to talk to some pretty interesting people and uh, I, I really enjoy that aspect of it. The stakes are kind of low. Uh, I know there's not a lot of uh, listeners out there and they're usually pretty forgiving. It, it gives people a chance to hear the issues and talk to each other about well, what what's going on, it 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 it, um, it does bring uh, communities together. Yeah. And being a part of the community is the strongest card many of the journalists who work here full time have to play. So yeah, we do get a different sort of story by being here in the community. So I kind of pick up the whole. I hear things at the school. I hear things at basketball on the weekend. I hear things from the parents of the kids that we've come to know don't leak to me like a journalist. They leak to me like Kent who's sitting next to them at the basketball court. So yeah, there's definitely advantages to us living here and doing the job here. We couldn't do it any other way. For Monocle, in Iqaluit, I'm Tomas Lewis.